Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. to the 12th episode of the Kaiju Cast. This month's episode is a gift to all of the music lovers out there. I've been wanting to do an all music episode of the Kaiju Cast, something that you could just kind of play in the background and not have to keep an ear out for what I'm talking about. And this is the month to do that. Also, I'm feeling a little under the weather and it's just before I leave for Christmas. So uh, I think this is pr- pretty much the best, <laughs> best op- option for the show this month. I'll be back in a little while to introduce another special spot in the show. But in the meantime, pour yourself a glass of eggnog, have Baragon bring you your favorite pair of Godzilla slippers, and enjoy the first two tracks from Akira Ifukube's An Evening of Special Effects Film Music.
is the fantastic motion picture record of the search for the mountain creature of Asia, whose name has become a symbol of terror and mystery. The abominable snowman. This is the claw that reaches out to kill. And this is the footprint in the snow, so astounding that scientific laboratories throughout the world are rocked by its startling impact. This is a mole taken from the footprint found outside the cabin door. By measuring the width, the length, the depth of the print, 
Their composite picture described the species as being nine feet tall and weighing around 1,800 pounds. What did Tanaka say? Well, he was convinced in his mind that the hair follicle was closer to that of man than to that of any other animal known to exist. Now you can follow the relentless pursuit of a half-human monster whose earth-rocking fury broke the torturing bonds of his civilized tormentors. Half-human, he learned the terrifying power of fire over the natives who worshipped him. Half-human, he set off an avalanche of destruction against the invaders of his mountain kingdom. still felt the surging need for human love. Godzilla versus the alien invasion begins innocently enough on a timber barge in the northern part of Lake Michigan. Now that we're out of the locks at Lake Huron, Captain, we should have smooth sailing. There's still a ways to go, Will. Lake Michigan's a mighty big body of water. I remember. What's wrong, Captain? <sighs> Look out there, Will. In the middle of the lake, water's bubbling like crazy. You see that, Will? Whoa, whoa. What is it? Some kind of giant lizard? I don't believe my eyes. All engines stop! All engines stop! What you think this, Captain? Some kind of huge lizard. I don't know. It's hidden southwest, toward the Wisconsin shore. Must be 400 feet tall. Easy. Well, shouldn't we radio the mainland about this creature, Captain? Right. It's no use, Will. This radio's dead. Gone. Here, look at here, Captain. All the tubes burned out like cinder. Oh, there's only one explanation. Radioactivity. That creature's radioactive, and we got no way to warn the mainland until we get there ourselves. Well, that'll take at least a whole day. There's no telling what damage that creature can do by then. Obviously, these sailors don't know that Godzilla is friendly to mankind. But at this very moment, a far more sinister force is at work. An alien spacecraft hovers ominously over Lake Michigan's western shore, 100 miles north of Chicago. Our explorers say the Earthlings call this water body a lake. <laughs> lake Michigan. A typically strange Earth name. Yes, Commander Proton. Guide our craft to the edge of the water, as we've done before. Their sun is beyond the horizon. It is dark, Commander. Even their one small moon is in quarter phase. <laughs> Very well. Land near the wooded shoreline so we can work quickly. We have landed, Commander Bruton. I've opened the pressure door and lowered the exit ramp. We must work quickly, Talon. Is Lona ready with the pods? He is ready, Commander. Good. Lona, you and Talon will plant our birth pods in the shallows of this earth lake, as we've done before. Quickly! Quickly! <coughs> Out into the shallows! Here! This earth lake is cold, Commander Bruton. That is why we're here. The atmosphere in our world grows increasingly warm. This earth temperature is better suited to the hatching of our birth pods. Here, Luna, I, I feel the other pods beneath me in the water. We will place this pod here. 
Back to the ship for the rest, quickly, before we are spied. The Earthlings must know nothing of our plan until we are ready to make them our slaves. Long now, Linda. Where are we going exactly, Bill? A small town called Port Washington. We just left Milwaukee, so we've got 25 miles to go. Dr. Scott says he sighted UFOs along the Wisconsin side of Lake Michigan three times over the past year. He said Port Washington was a good place to look for UFOs. We can drive right up to the shore and camp out. Do you think we'll spot any UFOs? I hope so. We're not driving all the way up here from Chicago for nothing. Is that the last of the birth pods, Dale? Yes, Commander. We must go. We spent too much time here already. But we have left three times as many pods here this time. True. But we must be gone before the Earth's sun rises. Lonar has already started the engines on our ship. Come, Dale. Soon we will return to this Earth. Not in darkness like thieves, but as conquerors from the world of constant sun. Not long after Bruton and his alien soldiers leave Lake Michigan's western shore, Billy and Linda arrive at that very spot and... Oh, Billy, what a lovely sunrise coming up over the lake. It is beautiful, Linda, but... But what? Look at the morning star in the western sky. I've never seen a star so bright. Neither have I. In fact, I don't think it's a star at all. What do you mean? Just keep your eye on it for a minute. Why, it's moving, Billy. Yes, and quite fast, too. A UFO! We'll need a closer look than this to get convincing photographs, though. That was the news boys with their new hit single front page story. Hey, kids, how about this Wisconsin spring we're having? Says in a weather sheet it's the warmest spring here in over 50 years. Getting warmer by the minute. Now we've got the number five single in your swinging Godfather's hit list. Ugh, that guy drives me crazy. Hey, Linda. Look out there in the lake. The water's doing something weird, man. It looks like it's boiling or something. Something's coming out of the water. Do you see what I see? What are they, Billy? Some kind of... I don't know what. They're almost 200 feet tall. We're gonna get out of here. Those creatures are coming this way. I'm trying, Linda. I'm trying. In the middle of the lake, there's something else. I can't believe this. If that's not a prehistoric lizard, I'm... I don't know what. Try the engine again, Billy. Wait. The slimy green creatures are moving toward the lizard. Looks like a fight. Wow, where's my camera? Start the fan first. Wow, look at the sparks shooting out from those creatures' green arms and those red eyeballs. I've got enough pictures. Let's go. The lizard's heading south. Do you think it'll go near Chicago? We'd better get back there and warn him. Wow, that thing must be 400 feet tall. Commander Bruton, something is very wrong on the Earth planet. Two birth pods have hatched prematurely. What? The Earth atmosphere in the experiment area has grown suddenly warmer, according to the thermal computer. Make a complete temperature check again. Yes, Commander. It is the same report, Commander. The experimental lake area has received its warm season earlier than our calculations predicted. What does this mean? All of the pods would hatch prematurely, Talon. They may even become mutants because of that. What shall we do? Signal my war patrol and have them meet us at this orbital quadrant. Then we'll return to the Earth Lake, hatch the remaining pods, and move against the first Earth city before they can defend themselves. What have you kids got? These photographs are better than any UFOs you ever saw. He's right, Dr. Scott. Better than UFOs? Ha hey, where'd you two see these green creatures? Right where you sent us for UFO hunting. You took all these pictures on the lake? Right off Port Washington. Wait a minute. Do you know what this two-legged playasaur is? You tell us, Doctor. You kids have found Godzilla again. Again? Yes. Scientists all over the world have been searching this creature out since the last sighting in the Atlantic Ocean. 
Here, look at this map. Godzilla could have entered the continent through the St. Lawrence Seaway. Yes. Then traveled inland through the Great Lakes until he reached Lake Michigan. Now, what can you tell me about these green, slimy-looking creatures? I don't know if there's a connection, but we saw this thing in the sky, like a satellite or something. Then minutes later, these babies just came buzzing out of the lake. Hmm. There probably is a connection, Billy. I'm sure of UFO activity in that area. But what about this Godzilla? If there has been alien activity there, Godzilla could have been attracted by it. Attracted to high-frequency sound or radioactivity. But where did Godzilla come from, originally? He's an ancestral Tyrannosaurus rex who was jostled into radioactive life from a long, dormant state in the Sea of Japan. He's a friendly creature, really. He's just too big for the modern world. Poor thing. <laughs> hey, fellas, uh, you know, those green creatures look almost like overgrown string beans, except for their big red eyes. <laughs> yes, but dangerous string beans. I wonder how many more there are. You think there are more? Most likely. And if I'm not mistaken, I've got a theory as to how they got here. But what was Godzilla up to when you left? After he killed those two, he moved south. He may be near Chicago now. We better alert the authorities. We don't want Godzilla attacked by people who don't understand him. You were right, Commander Bruton. Our pods have become mutants. Are we capable of controlling them from this ship, Talon? I believe so. Good. <laughs> we reach Earth in minutes. And then, the first Earth city will be ours. But I've already told you, Colonel, Godzilla is a friendly creature. We can't take any chances that you're wrong, Dr. Scott. There he is now! Ready the artillery. Captain Warner, have you called for air support? A flight of jet fighters will be here momentarily, Colonel. There they are now, over the lake. No, Colonel, those aren't our jets, those are spacecraft. What? Spaceships, Colonel, from another world. And they're not alone. More of those green creatures, Dr. Scott. I count 20 of them, Billy. Henry, open fire! Colonel? The alien ships are much faster than our jets, Hunter. Our boys are keeping them busy now. one of those dead alien creatures for study, Colonel. Can you arrange it? I'll send a detachment of men to retrieve the carcasses, Doctor. Can Linda and I help with the experiments, Dr. Scott? Of course. You two have been quite a help to me in my studies already. And you helped save us from what appears to have been an alien invasion. We helped, but Godzilla did the real job. <laughs> Bye, Godzilla! Thanks, Godzilla! An alien invasion that threatened America has been put off, at least for the time being. Perhaps they'll be back, and perhaps the aliens will attempt to conquer easier worlds, where they'll have nothing like Godzilla to contend with. How'd you like that giant, long, monstrous block of audio? wonderfulness there the first two tracks i played were from uh like i said akira fukube's an evening of special effects film music which was a live recording a very fantastic score in that if you want to actually see that accompanied with clips from godzilla movies you should check out godzilla fantasia you might be able to find it on some sort of secondary or tertiary market not uh, this hasn't been legitimately released except in Japan. I followed that up with Thy Name is Legion from Kootani, and that is clearly from Gamera 2, Advent of Legion. Then I followed that up with Snow Falls on the Island in the South 
by Masaru Sato from 1967's Son of Godzilla. Then Base at the North Pole by Akira Ifukube from King Kong Escapes. And then the uh, American trailer audio from Half Human. And then the last thing that I put in there for you guys was um, Godzilla versus the Alien Invasion, which is one of these weird storybook recordings that I, I know they're out there. I can't remember where I got mine, but they're really crazy because they're ridiculous. I mean, what people don't know is that Godzilla is a friend of humanity. And that is, uh, that's what I played last. So recently I've been in contact with James, a fan in Wales, believe it or not. And we've been talking about a new segment on the show that I've come up with a name for. It's called Daikaiju Discussion. I've, uh, I've taken just about all of the Asian monster movies that exist, and I put them in a list, then I randomize that list, and from now until like the list runs out, which is going to be years from now, um, I'll take a little time from each show and dedicate it to reviewing that film. But not only will I be sharing my own musings, I'm inviting critiques, comments, and responses from you guys too. All you have to do is watch that film for that month, and send in your thoughts by the time I do the episode. I'll have the list of films posted on a page at kaijucast.com so you'll know what movies are coming up. But do yourself a favor and try not to skip ahead too much. It's best to keep your comments as fresh as your most recent viewing. When I prep the shows, I'll compile what you guys say and include them in, uh, in the rhetoric. Let's hope this encourages a little more audience participation and... Uh, just maybe this will be the most enjoyable homework you've ever been assigned. Having said that, your first task is to watch or rewatch 2004's Godzilla Final Wars. Um, within the first three weeks of January, you know, try and try and get me something in between the first and the the end of the third week. Send in anything you want, even questions. If they get here early enough, I'll do my best to get them answered, and then of course talk about it on the show. That will just about do it for this month. But before I go, I always like to say that if you stumbled across the Kaiju cast from iTunes or some other podcast directory, make sure you check out the actual website at kaijucast.com, where I'll post the track listing and links from each show in the show notes. And sometimes I even have special features, like I had a review of a graphic novel, and I'm going to be posting some more stuff in the coming year. There's also a link to buy Kaiju Cast prints. As long as they're available, you'll be able to pick those up. And of course, you can check out each and every show that I've ever done. If you want to throw some feedback my way, both the positive and the negative, I'd love to read it. So send an email to controller at kaijucast.com. I'm really looking forward to reading your thoughts on Godzilla Final Wars for next month's first ever Daikaiju discussion. So until next time, have a happy Hanukkah, a tip-top tet, a crazy Kwanzaa, and a solemn and dignified Ramadan. But before I go, I have to leave you with this terrible kaiju Christmas song from the ballads of Godzilla CD. Merry Christmas, everybody! ゴジラのサンタクロース赤い帽子がよく似合うお土産いっぱい耳らもいいしょほらほら聞こえるつつもと
モモモスラは空飛ぶ鳥だ遠い国からやってきたお手手を光結んで踊る悲しい涙は吹き飛ばせゆき